Well, welcome and thank you for listening to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, a podcast where we're journeying through the scriptures, starting in Genesis and ending in Revelation, looking at how we find Jesus every single day in the text. This podcast is produced by Fellowship Community Church. Well, welcome again to the Jesus Everyday Podcast, where every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison, and thank you for, for journeying with us as we wrap up the, the book of Psalms today in Psalm 145 through 150. Uh, it's been a joy to, to kind of lead the tail into this, and I hope that it's encouraging to you. Uh, today, uh, I thought that it was very, just as we even look at Psalm 150, uh, it's known as the doxology of the Psalms, uh, as it kind of concludes here. And and it wraps up as very intentional when the, the psalmist put the book of Psalms together. Um, it was very intentional to conclude in this. And, and I remember talking in, in Psalm 107 uh, that the, the book of Psalms is divided into five separate books. And each of these books, the only the only thing that they did intentionally was each of the books concluded with a, a mini doxology or a uh, a doxology is just a way that we stop, pause, and reflect and praise God for for what He's done or what He is doing. And so I thought it was as I was just reading through it, and what I was seeing and what the Holy Spirit was revealing to me was like our vision here at FCC of Jesus every day, everyone and everywhere. And so I want to take you through this in Psalm 150. Um, when we look at the ups and downs that we've seen throughout all of the Psalms, from the lament Psalms to the praise and joyous Psalms to the songs of ascent and all the different songs that you look at or that you read and you have so many different emotions. That's one of the things that I think where Psalms are so powerful is there's a Psalm for every single emotion that we as humans go through. And the reason for that is because humans wrote them in the midst of every single situation or every single emotion uh, that really man, mankind goes through. And so in this, the Psalms concludes, it's wrapped up, it's put together, it's finalized in Psalm 150 with a praise and, and an intentionally ending this with, hey, let's focus our mind on who God is. So I just want to simply read Psalm 154 and then just kind of look at it a little bit. It says, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud crashing cymbals. Let everything that has praise, praise the Lord. It just as a reflection as we think about this, the reason why we here at FCC desire to be Jesus every day to everyone and everywhere is because Jesus desires all praise and honor. Like that's the one that we are to focus on. He is the person that we're to emulate, to mirror, to reflect, to point people to. And in verse one, it's like, hey, we're just to praise the Lord. This is just Jesus. <laughs> Let's focus on the person of Jesus. And in this, he says that everywhere, praise him in the sanctuary, praise him in his mighty heavens. This is saying everywhere on earth, you're to praise God. Uh, we, even the, the we as Americans today can get this view of, hey, I go to church to worship Jesus rather than I am the church and I worship Jesus 24-7. That's why we believe in Jesus every day. We want to get in the Word so that the Word gets into us and the Word comes out of us. Everywhere where you're sitting at right now, where you're walking out, whether you're jogging or whatever you're doing, you get to worship the Lord. When you go to work today, when you take care of your grandkids, when you love on your spouse, everywhere that you go, you have the opportunity to praise the Lord. Colossians tells us this. First Corinthians tells us that there's a lot that points us that everything we do we get to praise the Lord. And that's what the Psalms everywhere. Jesus, first is just Jesus. 
It is praise the Lord. This is just about Jesus. Everything of life is about Jesus. And then everywhere we go, we should be praising Jesus everywhere on this earth, all four corners. Then verse two, we see that we praise him for his works. Really, we get to praise him for Jesus being Jesus. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. That's a beautiful thing that we see here. Then in verse three and four, this is like, how do we praise Jesus? I know that we believe in Jesus every day, everyone, everywhere, but this really gets to like, how do we praise Jesus? And unfortunately, as I was a child of the of the 90s, uh, I got to witness the quote-unquote worship wars. And I don't think that the these worship wars were ever in because um, I would say a majority of the complaints that pastors receive these days are about preferential things within a worship service rather than biblical uh, beliefs and how we pragmatically walk up the scriptures. Music's too loud. It's too dark, too light, too whatever. I want old hymns. I want new hymns. I want new things. I want you know, whatever it be. It's more of a preferentialness rather than, hey, this is a biblical conviction we have on things. But what this psalmist gets to is just to praise him with everything. So if I could add a fourth every to our vision, it would be Jesus everything. And <laughs> we are to praise him with everything. When he gets in here, trumpet sound with lute and harp, tambourine, dance, strings and pipes, uh, sounding cymbals and loud clashing cymbals. This is just, hey, the whole orchestra of the world, the whole orchestra of musical instruments of the day is to praise Jesus. There's not a specific way there's not a specific how like in this it's just not everything we do we praise jesus with i've shared this before in a message before but i remember when, uh during covid when we were worshiping online only and majority of churches were doing that um a good friend of uh, or actually a former worship pastor wes weinbarger his brother kevin weinbarger was helping lead worship at a church called transformation church outside of charlotte north carolina and one of the things that is uh transformation church's main focal point is being a multi-ethnic multicultural church so i tuned in online to listen to them and i remember listening to the song and then beginning to sing to it that they were singing because i knew it uh it was mighty to save Yet, however, the way in which they were singing Mighty to Save wasn't the normal way or the way that I have heard it played in my life and in, in, in worship services and such. The way in which they were playing it sounded like Jamaican reggae. And it at first took me off and I was like, man, I don't know this beat. I don't know this rhythm. I can't, I can't get with this. Then I remember like, well, Ethan, it's not about how it sounds. It's what are you doing? Are you praising him? And then in that, I remember reading later and since just uh, meditating on and um, discussing about this, it was like, man, Ethan, I imagine there's someone out there that heard the truths of this song, but connected in the way in which it was being played that was powerful to them. So how do we praise him? We praise him with everything. And then verse five comes around, praise him, or verse six, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. This is everyone. We desire here at Fellowship Community Church for everyone in the Roanoke Valley and to the ends of the earth to have the opportunity to hear and respond to the proclamation of the good news of Jesus Christ, that Jesus died for them on the cross, was buried in the tomb, and three days later rose from the tomb and desires to raise them from death and to give them life. And we do all of this every day. We don't worship just one Sunday, one day a week. No, it's every day we worship Jesus. So even as this psalm concludes, we could go to the doxology in Galatians, go to the doxology of Colossians and reflect where this is where we see Jesus at. But I think where I see Jesus at in here in Psalm 150 is the Great Commission. 
It's the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19 through 20. That all authority, Jesus says, that all authority has been given to me to give to you. Now go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey the commands that I have given you and walking in the ways of Jesus. John Piper has said this. He said, worship, or excuse me, missions exists because worship doesn't. Think about that. Missions exist because worship doesn't. Where we have to be missional and living to take the gospel to a place, the reason why we have to do that is because worshiping Jesus, praising the Lord, doesn't exist in that person or in that area. And it is our love, it is our passion as followers of Jesus to be missional in our living and not just how we do things, but missional in our living, being intentional to take Jesus every day, every, to everyone and everywhere, seeing the good news of the gospel go there forth in every place, every workplace, every school, every neighborhood, everywhere we should be taking the gospel with us. So I hope as we wrap up Psalms 1, uh, one or all the Psalms of the day and really look at Psalms 145 through 150 today, that encourages you. And next week we have a, a special guest with us. So I hope uh, you join in next week. And uh, as we continue to encounter the scriptures, continue to encounter the person of Jesus every day. <laughs>